Hey, it's me, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, just dropping by to let you know that today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by you, the patrons on Patreon, and anybody else supporting this podcast. If you're not a patron, you can become one for as little as $3 a month and get early access to episodes and vlogs that I drop. You can also be involved in exclusive live streams for patrons only and many other giveaways that I'm in the process of planning on doing. So if you want to become a patron, click the link in the description below and uh, help support this podcast and the show. And to all the current patrons, thank you so much for the support. I love you all very much. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody. This is Tori coming to you pre-interview or post-interview, I should say. Uh, Just to give a little disclaimer before the interview begins, I was having a little bit of technical difficulties. I thought my microphone that was armed was the microphone that you see in the video that's in my hand, but it ended up being... The mic I was using was my computer mic, so the video, uh, the audio sounds a little bit like a potato, and I apologize for that, but this interview was too good not to post, especially with Halloween coming up tomorrow. If you're listening to this, Halloween is tomorrow, so it's just fitting and very interesting, and Tayden is an amazing human, and you guys needed to hear it, so hear this interview, I mean. So please bear with me. I promise all of this is trial and error, but I promise within the, within the next interviews, uh, I'll make sure that the audio is actually correct and not fucked up. But uh, yeah, anyway, I hope you guys enjoy anyway. I love you all. Happy fucking Halloween. Be safe and eat lots and lots of fucking candy. Okay, we are recording now. And today, for this episode, I have Tayden Bundy, um, the author of Beyond Lincoln, A History of Nebraska Hauntings. And I figured it would be fitting because this episode is, if you're watching this, it's Halloween. (laughs) Um, Nice. Thank you for for being on here, Tayden. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I have a question before we go into like some some ghost stories. Right. um, What prompted you to want to like write something like this? Uh, I love ghost stories. So I've been listening to ghost stories since I was a kid. I actually had, uh, there was a guy that came, he was to my middle school in seventh grade and he told this great ghost story, uh, about this local, this local building called the CC white building. And I was just so enthralled by this ghost story. So ever since then, I've just been very much just in love with ghost stories and uh, I was in college and had the opportunity to do an independent studies project. And I was like, I want to do something with ghosts. I want to try, you know, and I, I love history. I, you know, I studied history in college as well. I was like, I just want to mix them together. So what I did with the book was I took ghost stories and then I ended up trying to find out if they were true. So the idea behind awesome. the book, right. Like the idea behind the book was like, Hey, there's these ghost stories. People pass them down. They're like oral folklore. Most of the time, yeah. do they really have any validity you know so I started really digging into them looking up newspaper reports things like that and that's where the book came in was sort of trying to do something different where I was actually taking uh the ghost stories but then trying to find out you know if they actually had any relevance to where we lived or the the places that they said they were at and it ended up that a lot of them had a lot of maybe not the exact things that happened in the ghost stories but some of them were very close some of them are almost 100% true 
So based off of the ghost stories. Yeah. So some of like, like the Spring Ranch Bridge is one of the stories from Spring Ranch, Nebraska that uh, I wrote about. And that one is very, very, the ghost stories are very, very close to the actual history involved. So, I mean, but then some of them are just like, you have no idea like where this ghost story came from right, right, right. Down somewhere else but that was the idea behind the book and i just uh i just love ghost stories i just love history and you know and i've i've lived here in my in lincoln uh my entire life and i just love the stories that we have so i just wanted to put them in a book i feel like lincoln is like the place too where like ghost stories need to like take place i don't know why when i think of, <laughs> when I think of lincoln nebraska i think of ghosts <laughs> Because, because there's nothing around here and you're just sort of <laughs> floating as in existence. Yeah. Right. This is a ghost town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I started reading, I, I started reading it and I read a couple of ghost stories and there was one in the beginning. Um, I don't remember what it was called. Let me see. Um, it was the one about, there, there were two, like you even went into like, how there could be different um, versions of stories too. Like there was oh, two, right. two versions like, of, the, of the same story or something like right. that. Like 20th and Washington. Yes, uh, that's it. Which is literally just, a, it's a street corner, 20th and Washington in mm-hmm. the middle of town. And uh, yeah, the first stories were about a grown man, uh, you know, probably like early 20s. And uh, being shot on a corner by a car that just speeds up and stops. And then later on, somehow it evolved into being a child. Okay. And like, yeah. there's no, yeah, like it was just a little boy sitting on, like sitting on a corner playing with his toys. And then all of a sudden it's a drive-by now instead of like <laughs> a car stops. It's just like someone just drives past. And I mean, I don't know if the, there's not a whole lot of drive-bys that happen in Lincoln, but, um, and definitely Funny. not kids <laughs> right, like, but right. it, somehow it just sort of changed from being about an adult to a child and there's no I could never figure out why that happened but I feel right. like maybe with ghost stories a lot of times with ghost stories kids tell them and kids pass them on to each other or adults tell them to kids to scare them away from things to keep them morally right I guess right so right, like right. hey don't don't do this so then you know you won't this won't happen to you don't so stay out past dark. You're going to get shot. <laughs> right, right, right. So that, you know, something like that, like, or don't play in this air. I don't know, whatever it might be. But right. so, yeah, I have no idea why I changed into a boy. But that's one interesting thing about ghost stories is that they can start as one thing and then become something completely different. And that's why I was interested in the history, because I was like, how does this happen? Like, how does it, you know, where does it even come from? Well, you, you, um, you went to school for English and history, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So like, this is like both of your, your stuff. <laughs> right. One thing. Did you, you obviously you did a lot of research for the book, right? I did. Yeah. I did a, I read a lot of newspaper reports a lot. I mean, and, and the thing with stuff like ghost stories that are from the late 1800s or um, I mean, there's not much Nebraska, you know, 1860s ish is like where things started really picking up. And right. so anything beh- back further than that is, I mean, there's really nothing in existence, but, um, so, I mean, but newspaper reports from back in the day there, people spell names based off of how people are saying it to them. They don't, you know, write it out for them or, <laughs> no you know, so, 
Right, right. There's no way to look things up, you know? So it's like, and, and even some of the records, the names can just be spelled wrong just based off of how someone heard it or how someone spells. So right. sometimes the dis- there's a lot of discrepancies between one newspaper report and another, maybe even from the same person that wrote it, even days apart where they spelled the name differently or the dates are wrong or whatever. So sometimes it can get kind of weird, but yeah, I did a lot, a lot of newspaper reports, did genealogy, looked into where people were living at, things like that. That's cool. That was what I found interesting about, like when I started reading it was that you took, like you said, like folklore, like, like we have ghost stories out here too. on Long Island. Right. You know, there's a haunted road that's apparently, you took those, those stories and put like real shit to it so to actually kind of, like gives the stories validity like yeah somebody right. actually really died on this street corner and people have multiple accounts of feeling like cold spots on this specific street corner like do you i mean i mean you obviously believe in ghosts i do believe that there's a possibility of ghosts. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a huge skeptic. Like I'm a huge Same. skeptic and I go on, I go on paranormal investigations. I'm really interested in people's stories. Um, I've had a couple of weird things happen to me, but I will do everything I can to try to prove it wrong before I would ever <laughs> say that I thought it was paranormal. So like I, and I, and I believe people's stories. I believe that things happen to them. Sometimes people might be embellishing things a bit. Oh my God. Um, but, <laughs> or but, or you know, drugs. <laughs> right, right. Or there's just something crazy going on or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I, I believe that ghosts exist. I just am very cautious about how accurate it is that there are ghosts all over the place all the time. I'm not really hundred percent sure, but I'm still researching learning all the time too. So yeah, I'm trying to, trying to find out for sure what the, what the truth is. Was there anything like uh, that, like any one story that kind of stood out for you that kind of like gave you the willies that when you were like researching it or whatever, right. Was there any, um the seven sisters road was one of my favorite stories just before i started researching it and then when i started researching it i realized that there was actually um the the story is that there's seven sisters living in a farm uh in around nebraska city Uh and uh the dad or the brother here you get with your differences and stories took all seven daughters or sisters out into the country and hung all seven of them from seven trees on seven hills. So now the road's called seven sisters road. And suppose if you drive down the road, your car will malfunction and they see red (laughs) light, like eyes, people will see like eyes in the, in the dark or they'll hear screaming or crying, things like that. Um, And sometimes they'll see like, a woman hanging from a tree or running through the country like yeah like so people see weird stuff and uh when I was doing the research for it I was like I was I was trying to find obviously if there's seven people who died at the same time by the hands of one person that would have been all over the papers even even in the even in the time period that it supposedly happened between 1850s to 1900-ish and I mean, there's nothing. I couldn't find anything. But there were people living there at the time. There were seven daughters living in a house in that exact precinct that it's supposed to happen. At like that time that, period. Right. On that on the property where it supposedly happened. So here's where you start mixing up stories with ghosts, right? But I, yeah. I was like, when I first read that there were seven daughters in one house with a brother, there's a brother as well. 
I was like, oh. Shit. Yeah, like, this is it. (laughs) But, But I couldn't, I mean, but there was no, there's no truth behind seven of them dying all at once. I'm sure seven daughters have died out there, but none of them were <laughs> hanged, you know, or whatever. Uh, but there was a young girl who was murdered around the same time period by her father. Um, and he was actually lynched before he went, you know, before he, well, he went to trial, was convicted, and then he got out or was trying to trying to fight it, I guess, in the courts. Yeah. And before he could get back in to try to fight it further, to try to get up to like Supreme Court level, um, they lynched him. So he was in, like, they took him out of the jail uh, in Nebraska City and took him out in front of the jail and hung him there. So, uh, so he, but he did, he murdered his daughter and they were all living around the same time period with the seven sisters Sisters. who were living in that area and then the daughter who was murdered. So I feel like that's maybe where those stories kind of merged and over time, over time people started talking and there's a cemetery out there that, you know, so the names probably sort of started getting kind of mixed up and, but that's the fun part about ghost stories is that they're great and they're right. fun, you know, but then there's also like, yeah, like where you're like, holy crap, there's actually seven sisters in this family who lived here. This is nuts, you know? Right. So. Like this, this could have, something could have happened. Right. Like I, I, there are a bunch of, there's a story out here. We have a road, it's called Sweet Hollow Road. And like, I guess it kind of resembles like Sleepy Hollow, like, you know, um, and people, I guess, think of that. And it's, you know, we have the Amityville Horror House over here where actual stuff actually happened at the Amityville. Right. You know, it's like a town or two away from me. Um, but people have accounted that, like, that the house was haunted and that's where the movies came from. But this specific road, when I was younger, I mean, it's just fun. We used to drive down, especially like now, this time of year, completely dark road so so narrow one of those like the most narrow wooded roads you'll ever see no lights like I don't know who made this road but they didn't want people to survive down it because because <laughs> like how I don't understand and then you drive down and apparently there's you know there's a cemetery in there and if you stop under the trestle and you um honk like three times or something like that and you put your car in neutral it's like the news people that came out and they leveled the ground and they said that the the ground is completely level but if you put your car in neutral the car will start to like you know apparently the ghosts are trying to push you out like it's fun it's just fun do you go when you have you have so many great elements there you have this spooky narrow road and this trestle and then cemetery and you know no lights you know you have all these great things going on and it it is it's fun it's it has to be haunted there's no other right there's no other way around it you know like if you have a creepy old like old house it has to be haunted right were you always into like from a kid like ghost stories and stuff like that yeah i mean i think that like what i was you know with the the guy who came and and spoke to us in seventh grade. His name was Dwayne Hutchinson and he wrote ghost stories like books. Um, and, uh, I mean, I feel like before that, maybe not so much, but I think, you know, I was starting to get, I was about probably like 12 years old, you know? So I was starting to really listen and I always really liked writing stories as a, as a kid. And so I think, yeah, just, and then I was starting to get into becoming a teenager and then, you know, we're starting to tell each other these stories and, 
um, we had this really great house around here called Hobbitsville house. And, uh, it was like this overrun huge mansion. Um, and it was like, like it was a nice house, but everything around it was like overgrown. It had like this wrought iron fence and kids would jump the fence all the time. And supposedly, uh, a little girl haunted the grounds because she drowned in the pool. And, uh, and it was called Hobbitsville because there was like a, a pond and like all these like formations of rocks mm-hmm. and hobbits supposedly lived there. So there's like <laughs> this weird science fictiony type thing going on too. But, but I, yeah, we would like, you know, it'd be like, I never went in, but I was, I more so because I just didn't want to go to jail, but like, right, I, right. you know, but it was spooky at night, you know, you're just like walking around it and it's just like so spooky. And... You get that. It's almost like, I don't know if it really is ghosts or not, but like you get that like, ooh, like those, that chill, through the willies, you know, <laughs> just like, like what died here? Like what's around here? Right. We, have a, we have a house similar to that around here too. It, we used to call it the witch house and it's, you know, the iron, it, it's this, it's, it's, this, it's in this really nice area, but the house itself alone looks like a bunch of witches live there like (laughs) and the story goes that there are a bunch of witches that live there and like they'll cast a hex on you if you knock on the door whatever it is you know what I mean right naturally we never I never climbed the fences or anything none of my friends did but we would drive past and like just like oh my god they're in the window like you know make shit up when you're a kid <laughs> you know what I mean right so we had yeah we have a bunch of shit like that do you um yeah do you find that like like especially in the research for this book did you find that a lot of the stories were actually true or or like that they could have been true I guess like as far as the ghost like correlating the ghost story with the actual story, like, you know. Right. Um, I, I, I read a lot of ghost stories and um, listened to a lot of ghost stories before I chose the 10 that I chose for the book. So I did go through a lot where I couldn't find anything at all. So the ones I chose specifically for the book, they all have something in relation to them for the most part. Um, there's maybe some that are a little bit kind of stretch, you know, that it's a possibility, but the history is there, but it's really not like super solid all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like for the most, for most of the really, really big stories that I came across, there is something there that it, it started somewhere. Right. And sometimes it's just difficult with ghost stories because it could just be a really, really vague ghost stories are notoriously vague. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, like it could just be, you know, if it's just like, like, you know, like, like the road that you're going down and they just say, oh, there's a road and it's haunted. And there's not even really any specifics about maybe like, right, right. Like what time period or who may be haunting it. I mean, if there's nothing there, then it's really hard to just find the truth, you know, and it could have just been somebody sitting around one night telling stories and that's just, right. Just, or to scare their kids or whatever. Um, But, but the stories that are in my book, uh, for the most part, I found very solid, what I believe to be solid evidence to suggest that that's most likely where it started. Because, you know, and, and a lot of times with ghost stories, 
something tragic happens and then people keep talking about it and talking about it. Well then, you know, with tragedy, they start feeling bad about it. And then after a while it turns into like fear. So yeah. then people start being scared of it or maybe someone hears something around that area and they're like, Oh, you know, people died here, you know? Yes. And, and, and then that turns into a ghost story. So is it really haunted or is it people are scared of it because people died there, right. <laughs> you know, right. and they turn it into a ghost story. But I mean, but that's what's fun about them too, is, you know, you just never know. But the having the history, I love like having right. be a part of it. You took the thought, like, that's the, literally what I was thinking is knowing that something really did happen here. It kind of makes your brain go like, even if, whether it's haunted or not, it's still eerie knowing that the reality of the situation is you're standing on a road where somebody was literally like shot to death. Like somebody, somebody's dead body was laying here bleeding to death where you're standing. Like that is eerie in and of itself, I feel. So like, I think, I think it's cool that you took the history and kind of correlated it with the, the stories because it makes them more real. It makes them, I'm not, I don't know, freaks me. I'm, I'm a chicken <laughs> shit though. <laughs> <laughs> my mother will tell you like, I'm fucking, I'm afraid of my own shadow sometimes, you know, but I, it's, it, it's weird. I, I like, I, I absolutely am super scared of haunted houses. Like I just, yeah. I don't, in some, some horror movies, I just, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch this, but I love, like, I love doing paranormal investigations. We'll be like in a building that like, it, like the Velis- we went to the Velisca Axe murder house. Oh, you actually went? You did that? Yeah. And Get stayed the, the night. And, 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 you oh, know, and you it's, go. and there's like this horrible, tragic thing that happened there. And it's so creepy, but like, I'm not afraid of it for some reason, but like, I'm, I'm always more afraid of like a real person being there right, than a ghost. Right. So like, right. that's what I'm, I'm like, I'm like, is someone in this house with us? And that was a really small house. So it was easy to figure out if there's anybody in there or not. But, but I'm, you know, in some of these locations, you know, you're going to like asylums and things like that, that are just huge and abandoned and people are going in them. But yeah, Velisca was, it was very eerie and it's, it's a tragic, very tragic story. And it's, what uh, happened? uh, there is a Moore family, uh, Velisca, Iowa, uh, they were all sleeping. Uh, there was four children, the parents, and then they had two uh, little girls staying the night in the in the bad, in the bedroom down on the main level. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the parents were upstairs sleeping right at the top of the stairs, and then the kids were in the bedroom next to them. And uh, in the middle of the night, someone came in and killed all of them with an axe. So true story. Like, yep, all all eight of them were murdered with an ax in the middle of the night and they never found the person who did it. So like the house is just full of like this, just like, it's just sad, you know, just this weird, scary energy, like just sad energy, you know? And uh, yeah, they were all, it was happened in 1912, I believe. So a long time ago. So the possibility of figuring out who it is at this point is right. They're dead. Pretty slim. Um, there was a lot of investigation. I mean, they tried really hard to figure it out who it was, but they just never unsolved. So that also adds elements to the ghost stories. Um, but Velisca does overnight, you know, they'll let you stay overnight. Uh, they'll, they'll let you do your paranormal investigations there. They want you to share your evidence. Um, lots of people have crazy experiences. We had a few weird things happen, but did anything happen when you went? Uh, I, 
right away when I got there, uh, we sat down, we, uh, we got a tour of the house. It's really small. Um, and we, I was sitting down like in the, in the living room area and I was looking towards the room where the two little girls, uh, they were the Stillinger sisters where they had been staying overnight. And I was looking and the door was open and I swear, and this is, I, I mean, and it, and it, like I said earlier, skeptic. So I was going to just could have been, say that. it could have been something else, but I, it was so weird. Um, I looked in and I was just staring at the doorway and all of a sudden like a black, like shadowy mass that like came about a third of the way out and went back. Oh. It didn't pass through the doorway. Like, it didn't, it, was- it did it was just like there and back. And I swear I sat there for like 20 minutes just staring at that doorway so that I could see <laughs> if it did it again and nothing, I didn't, you know, and there's not a lot of traffic in Villisca, Iowa. It's a really little town. So it's not like there's like lots of people driving by or, you know, things like that. But, um, but I just sat there and stared at the doorway to try to see if like anything else happened and nothing else did. Damn. And it was weird. Um, and, uh, the other people in, in the, in the, who were with me, they felt things, uh, like people touching them, things like that. I didn't do it. I didn't feel anything, but we had some weird stuff happen. Then the middle of the night at probably like three o'clock in the morning, I could hear just like, like footsteps up above us. Stop it. Right. We were sleeping in the, in the living room. All of us were sleeping in the living room and I could just, and the house is so so quiet there's no electricity in the house and there's no plumbing inside the house so the house is eerily quiet all the time it's spooky like because there's just no there's not like like air's not kicking on like there's no buzzing of lights like there's nothing like electrical nothing so it's just so quiet so like the and it would have been quiet all night and we went we went to bed it was probably like three four in the morning and all of a sudden we're just hearing like footsteps upstairs back and forth and nobody was upstairs no, we were all sleeping in the, we were all in the living room laying down and it was like right above us in the attic. So, and it was just weird. It was Did anybody weird. go check? I would have not. I, no. would have been- <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to go back to sleep. Um, and everyone, like other people are like waking me up. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> right. like, I don't want to know. Um, and then there was like, there's like tapping in the kitchen, like on the stove, just like 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 a metallic noise and it was super weird because it just hadn't done it all night like it hadn't done it at all so i don't i mean it's just i don't have an explanation for why it was happening but there was no one else in the house with us uh it was weird and i don't know just weird stuff the the story though is that they say that uh it's possible that the the person that killed the family and the two girls was hiding out in the attic so the idea that possibly someone was like hiding out there, waited until they all went to sleep and then came out through the attic because the, the stairs like lead directly up to the parents' bedroom, but they're so loud. And I read, read a lot of books um, and I've read that the stairs were still really creaky and loud then. So you would have thought that they would have woken up like from the noise of someone coming up those Somebody, stairs. Right. But I... I don't know. I mean, unless they did hear them and then maybe just didn't think anything of it. They had a bunch of kids. Maybe they thought it was one of the little girls coming up the stairs from the, you know, that had been staying over. Who knows? But yeah, it's a, it's a sad, sad though, you know, like what happened to them. And that's like a true story. Like eight people died. Yep. And two, two of you said two weren't even related. They were just staying the night. 
Right. They had all gone to like a church service uh, beforehand. And then uh, I think the two little girls had just asked if they could stay or play with the kids and stay the night. And then the parents would just take them back in the morning or whatever. Um, they probably didn't really live that far from each other, but um, yeah, they stayed overnight in the, in the bedroom downstairs. And um, one of the girls, everyone else didn't, I mean, this is, you know, forensics from 1912, but um, uh, everyone else supposedly didn't appear to have moved uh, except for one of the girls that was staying over. She looked like she might have woken up right beforehand, but it seems like everybody else and had just been hit and that was it. And he like, like whoever did it covered up all the windows and in mirrors with like clothing and stuff so like none of the mirrors were you couldn't see um like like it was weird and he like he like cleaned up his hands in a bowl downstairs left it uh water bowl of water and like had eaten like half a sandwich or something and left it on the table oh we got hungry (laughs) yeah like murder and eating so i don't know (laughs) so all this murder is making me really hungry (laughs) right and he just left the axe in the house. So he just used their own axe, uh, the Moore family axe, and left it in the, in the bedroom with the girls downstairs, who he probably killed last. So. And, and, and now, okay, so now, do you pay to go into these houses, or do you guys, okay, you pay. Right. You can do, like, a tour, like a day tour, and I don't think it costs very much to do the day tour. And then you can talk to the guy who, who like, does the tours, who's really, really cool, and he knows a lot about the history, and he knows a lot about things that have happened to other people in the house, and he's a really big part of the paranormal community. So, like, if you, you know, you can probably sit and hang out with him for a little while, pay your fee to do the tour. It's not probably very long, but you could, you know, get to hang out with him and talk to him too, um, and see the house. And they had, they actually renovated it so that it would go, it was back to what it originally looked like back then. Cause it had been like redone over the years and people had lived in it. And so they gutted it and then redid it and made it. Cause originally I think they were just going to do like a museum. And then okay. they ended up realizing that there was like people who wanted to come investigate there to try to see if they could contact you know, the dead so that I feel like a lot of people want to see if they can contact them to see if they can figure out if they can get an answer to who murdered them. Right, so right. like, that's the big thing. Like people want to go to try to see if they can find answers, but yeah, so you can stay, you can do a day tour. They're open during the days. And then you can also do uh, overnights, uh, which are not necessarily cheap, but they're Did you uh, go with anybody who like, um, does the investigating? Like, like, did you, did you guys like bring, you know, you know how they have those, um, heat. I, I don't even know what the hell they're called, but like, they detect like heat in certain, you know what I'm talking about? Like, right. Yeah. No, I'm, like a thermal camera yeah. or like, or just like a temperature gauge. Like we brought some equipment. I, we actually did it. I, I wouldn't have actually probably chosen Velisca because I think it's just a really sad story. And I just don't really know if I would have actually picked that like as a, I mean, I, I mean, it was, it was a great experience. It was neat to like stay over, but I did it for my brother for his 30th birthday. He oh, always awesome. wanted to go to Velisca. So I, I was like, I figured it out, you know, tried to, you know, like scrounge up some money so we could go do it. And I, uh, I, yeah. And I brought my equipment. So it was like, kind of like, Oh, us. you have equipment. Yeah. Like a little bit here. Like, yeah. I have like a spirit box K2, you know, I really like, I really like recordings. I love doing like recordings and trying to get, um, trying to get you know actual voices and things like that does it happen uh we we, i did not get anything that i could 
say was anything at Velisca. Uh, we did have some weird K2 hits in Velisca. What is that? Uh, mean? K2? Uh, it's like a K2 meter. It 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 detects electromagnetic fields. And what's interesting? What's interesting about Velisca is that there's no electricity in the house. So when things are starting to kind of go off, you know, you're trying to figure out like what that actually is. And we felt like we were kind of having a conversation with one of the younger boys from the house, from the, from the way the lights were like going off. But I mean, you still have to like, you know, I mean, you still have to take it like with, with a grain of salt and, and try to just sort of figure it out. But <laughs> it was a weird thing in you. Right, right. But I mean, but it was weird. It was a weird experience because it did seem like we were getting answers in relation to specific questions and, and it was lighting up at specific points. So sometimes, you know, you get things that you're like, wow, you know, this is crazy. That was like a super weird experience. I thought that was really weird because we were like, I felt like we were actually maybe talking to one of the boys. And, uh, and if we were, that's incredible. That's so. ridiculous. That's, I would have literally shit my pants at, at <laughs> least five times during the night. But like when you... <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like my friends want to go to a haunted house and, right. and blog it. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'll go through a drive-through. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm just like, a, I'm a vagina. I just can't. <laughs> but when you say you, it seemed like you were having a conversation. What do you mean? Like you would ask questions and then it would light up at certain spots. Right. Like the, the idea is that you're trying to get it. Like you're trying to explain like, Hey, we have this piece of equipment here. If there's anyone here that wants to contact us, all you should have to do because you, because I believe in energy. I believe that if spirits exist, that they have to have some sort of energy form to exist. So I believe more so maybe like, like in the transfer of energy and whatever that may mean. So like, so the idea is that if you have some sort of energy, then you can light up these lights with this. So you try to explain that to the, you know, empty room that you're in <laughs> and you're in your you know you're, you're like hey if you can try to touch this or or try to interact with it in some way to make the lights light up so then yeah then the idea is that if you can get get an entity or you know to try to communicate with you then they're they're trying to touch it in to in response to your questions so you could ask like is it are you so-and-so and if nothing's happening and then you can keep going and, and then maybe, you know, you get some lights and then you keep going with that, you know, like you keep sort of building off of those questions. That's so the idea funny. is to try to pinpoint maybe who you're talking to. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think that those, those are like the most interesting for me or things like that, where you're like, actually feel like you're getting something oh, like out of the conversation, especially because we weren't getting any hits all night, nothing, like absolutely nothing. And all of a sudden, we're just, like, getting hits after asking specific questions. Questions. Right. What so, kind of, what were you asking? I can't remember. I think, I think we were asking a lot about, like, who it was at first. And I think that we um, had gotten to the point where we thought it was, I believe, Paul, who was, I, I don't oh, think he was the youngest. You guys had. He might have been. Oh, shit. Yeah. So then we, we started kind of, you know, and then that was in the room we were standing and someone in the room was like, I feel like somebody's touching my legs. <laughs> so like, and like, you know, and if it was like a little boy in the room, you know, if like touching legs, that would make sense, you know? Right. And so, uh, but we, we were in the parents' bedroom, but we were asking, you know, questions about, you know, if they knew what had happened or, you know, if they knew who had done it or if they 
knew who we were, you know, things like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, you know, you're just trying to sort of feel out the situation and, and trying to see if you can get anything out of, you know, whatever may be there. So, so they weren't, and it sounds to me like it was eerie in the sense that you knew eight people had died right. and eerie in the sense that there was some sort of energy there, obviously something, there's no electricity. And then this thing's lighting up. That's like fucking wild. Right. So like eerie in that sense, but obviously the, whatever energy it was, wasn't like, wasn't like a poltergeist type of energy. It was more of just like lingering, I guess, if that makes right. sense. Or being, or if it was, uh, like, if it was a ghost of, of some boy, you know, of some little boy who died in the house, um, then the idea is that, is that we were able to actually communicate with him on some level. So, because like I said, that thing, I mean, I had that thing on all night cause I love it. Cause I love the idea of like the transfer of energy. I love that concepts related to paranormal research so yeah. i had that thing on me all night and i mean like that it never it was not going off i mean like it would go off if it was getting close to equipment or like things like that that would make it go off so i knew it was working but we sat it down on the bed it's not you know i always make sure that i'm like checking everything around it to make sure there's nothing just weird right. close by that's just going to make it go off ran- right. randomly which it should you, be you want to rule out every other possible outcome like you know right possibility and if you're sitting it on something that's going to make it go off it's going to be consistently going off so if it's sitting there on the bed it hasn't been going off all of a sudden you're getting lights to go off on it well why is that we're all standing in the same spots we're not touching it you know so yeah it's it's a it's kind of crazy but it's really neat to think that maybe we spoke to him you know that's because you know that's crazy yeah, that's crazy. So, and, and now this is, you said the spirit box? Uh, that's the K2 meter. K2 meter, okay. Right. Spirit is box is the one where it's, uh, it goes through radio frequencies at a high rate of speed. And the idea is that uh, like a ghost could pick up, you know, the voices on the radio and use the voices to speak. That's what the idea of a ghost box is. Oh, they can like manipulate the frequencies. Right. That's pretty right. dope too. Cause you're like getting white noise. Like I like to run it where it's like, it's like legit, like almost white noise. And you might be randomly getting in like a word here and there unless, and, and if it's like that, you know, like that going like crazy like that for a while. And then all of a sudden you're getting full sentences. Then I'm like, Oh, okay. Maybe got, something's going on here. You've done full sentences. <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes like you'll just get some random, like, and, and, and sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it's like, uh, you know, occasionally you'll get, you know, when you ask questions, you're supposed to ask questions because that's what you're trying to get them to answer your questions. So if you're asking questions and you're getting like actual answers to things that you asked and it's in full sentences, it's like, it's like kind of hard sometimes to be like, I don't know if that's not right. a real thing or not. You know? Has that happened to you? Uh, every now and then, not very often. It doesn't what? happen a lot. That's still fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> that it's, that it's happened to, do you like, that it's happened at all is just wild. Right. What yeah. about like I, Ouija boards and stuff? I I don't. I feel like people have a very strong opinions about Ouija boards, and I don't really have. Uh, I don't really 
believe in Ouija boards, I guess. I, I mean, and people, I mean, and people will, will probably tell me that, you know, I mean, and people probably have had crazy experiences and maybe that's why, you know, but I've never, I mean, I messed with spirit, you know, with spirit boards and Ouija boards when I was a kid, like crazy and nothing ever happened to me. So, I mean, maybe I just haven't had a weird experience and maybe if I did, I would shut my mouth. Uh, <laughs> but, but I, I don't know, like I, people say, do not use them, do not use them, you know? So, and I don't, I never have, I've never used one in the sense of like actually trying to contact spirits. So maybe that's why nothing's ever happened to me, right. um, but more so like messing with my friends, like, Hey, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I haven't used one since I was probably like 15. So I, it's been, it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been so long for me too. Like we used to have, you know, our friends that we had some weird ass friends. They wanted to do like, <laughs> you know, that game light as a feather, stiff as a board. Right. Yeah, we, we tried to do that. That shit didn't work. We tried to do a seance. That shit didn't. Well, I mean, you know how kids get. They're oh, I heard something. Oh, did you hear, like you know like everybody hears something? You know what I mean? But I feel like when you're you're. I mean, okay. Obviously, you have all the stuff. This that one you haven't just gone once. You go. You do the paranormal stuff. Right. Like often. Uh, it's been very slow since all this, you know, quarantine stuff's been going on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I guess not a lot, but I try to get out as much as I can. I'm actually going to, uh, to Iowa in a couple weeks, uh, to go to an asylum. So, um, I, I, and I've never been to an asylum before. I can't even think of what the name is called right now. Uh, <laughs> I got invited by a friend of mine who is a paranormal investigator and then a group from uh, Minnesota, actually, that, that we're all going to be. And they were like, hey, you should totally come. Like, you know, just come along with us. I'm like, all right. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'll make it back, but <laughs> I, <laughs> why not? Right. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, I'm always like interested in going. It right. also has to do with some of these places charge a lot of money to stay overnight in them. And so it's like, I mean, how, how much can you spend in a year to be staying overnight, you know, in, in haunted locations? Right. But, right. Um, and Nebraska is like very, uh, anti ghost, um, it's weird. It's a, it's a is very, it very religious. I don't, I don't know if that's maybe what it is. I know that there are some places that I've really wanted to investigate and they've like said, please do not even ghost guy. Don't even say anything about our place. So, you know, like don't even bring it up at all because they don't want anyone to know that other people are talking about it or, or that it has the stigma of ha- being haunted. Ah. So, um, but yeah, Nebraska is like very much like I don't know, like anti, but like Iowa is huge. Like there's so many places in Iowa and Kansas, which is, you know, close, close to Nebraska. So like, oh, there's so many places in Iowa and so many places in Kansas that we can go and stay overnight and people, that's their, that's their business. They let people stay there. And so, and they want you to tell people it's haunted. Right. Uh, Like tell all your friends. (laughs) Right. But there's not a single place in Nebraska that you can do an overnight like that you could pay to do an overnight and wow. stay and try to do paranormal. Yeah. It's uh there's not one in Nebraska at all. So See, I, like, okay. So I don't, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> well, that's really the end of the sentence because I don't know how you fucking do it without like, I'm 
just talking about it freaks me the fuck. Like seriously, <laughs> like I'm gonna after this, after we get off this call, I'm probably gonna go like to the bathroom to go pee or something. Like checking corners, you know. <laughs> like that's like I it just make sure, the, make sure the curtains open. <laughs> right, well, yeah, I'm gonna check behind the curtain to make sure there's nobody with an axe, like or a ghost, whatever. And like I, all right, let me tell you this. I have a ring light in my room. There's a spare room in a hall, like, you know, my hallway gets dark and the, the rooms to my right. And if you walk down the hallway, my bathroom is straight away and you have to pass this empty dark room and the ring light scares the shit out of me. Cause I think, <laughs> I think it's, that's how much of a sh- like a uh, chicken shit that I am. So like, how the fuck do you do this shit? And like, you can sleep through all of this. Like you yeah. were saying in the house, you were just like, don't leave me alone. I want to go to sleep. Like this shit doesn't phase you. I mean, it freaks me out more so that like, like my best friend shot up and looked at me and was like, did you hear that? And I, that scared the, <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. But like, like the, but like, I just wanted to go back to sleep because if I was asleep, I wasn't listening to it, you know? So I'm not saying that it didn't freak me out because it did. It freaked me out because the house had been so quiet all night. And then my friend is acting like, all freaked out which freaks me out even more right but like i i i guess i i'm just so interested in the truth about it that like i just really want in and it's not even that i care to like try to convince someone else of what i did or what happened to me it's just that i want to experience it myself and i want to know whether or not i think it's true based off of my own experiences so like i don't know i But then, like, the history, the history is the biggest part for me, I think. So, like, I haven't done any research on this place that we're going to in a couple weeks, but I will probably right beforehand so that I can get kind of a general idea, Um, you know, and I... I don't like to go in blind. I like to know right. some people like to go in completely blind, but I like, and I might not actually look at the ghost stories per se, but I will look up the history of the location because that I think sharing these paranormal places in existence, letting people stay overnight. I think it's the importance of sharing the history that occurred there more so than like the, the, the ghost part, because you're going to get the ghost part because people are going to go for that. Right? right. But I'm so interested in like, the architecture and what happened there and the history and what the influence people had on that place, things like that. So, and I think that sharing ghost stories is sharing history to a location. So I think that that's, what's really important to me. So I feel like if I could, if I could talk to somebody who was around 150 years ago, that would be so awesome. You know, like if that's possible, why not try it? Right. Like I said, I'm scared of people. I'm scared (laughs) someone's going to murder me. In, and I'm going to be in a room by myself and someone's going to come in and murder me more so than I'm, you know, I, I might've been more afraid that someone's going to come in with an ax in the middle of the night, you know, and like, than, than some ghost. Right. <laughs> well, that's it. My grandmother, cause again, I'm going to reiterate, I am a chicken shit. Like there's no two way. I'm fucking, uh, I'm terrified of all that shit. Um, and my grandmother, my, I had my uncle passed away when I was younger, it was the first person that ever passed away in my life. You know, I was like 12. I'd never experienced death before. And he was my godfather and I knew him and it was very weird. And I remember saying to my grandmother that I was like afraid of this ghost, like haunting. And you know, like I was, I was afraid to go to sleep because I was afraid that I was going to wake up and see his ghost. 
And my grandmother said the same thing. She's like, don't fear the dead, fear the living. Like, what are you right. doing? You know, like, so I totally get that, that you're afraid that somebody's going to know the story of the house and be like, oh, bet, I'm going to recreate this, right? Right. Now. Yeah, I get it. Totally. Or, you know, a lot, a lot of places that, that are, that are haunted are, have been abandoned for a long time. So sometimes you get people in there that you don't know are going to be in there and, you know, and that's more, it's more frightening to me that I'm going to walk around the corner. And there's going to be a person standing there. I don't know who's going to be there than anything else. Not that they're going to necessarily kill me, but just that they're standing there and I'm just like, Oh, you know, right. but I, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not going to say that I'm not like, like the, the, the bravest person sitting alone in a room in the dark. I'm not going to say that I'm not like freaked out a little bit, but, um, but yeah, but I really want to know, I want to know the truth. So I think it's more so just like me trying to push through that. Yeah. It it sounds for me, it's like, you know what, I'll read it on Google and take everybody's word (laughs) for it. For you, it sounds like you're, um, you're craving for the truth and the knowledge kind of trumps the fear of like a ghost or even fucking some random homeless person, let's say that, that took up shop at the, at, at the asylum. Right. You know, I don't know how you're, have you ever stayed in an asylum before? No, this is my first one. I'm super excited actually. Like I am so excited to go. I, I was like honored that they asked me cause I was like, Oh, I would kill to do this. Cause sometimes it's like hard to get enough people together. Cause I'm not actually part of like a paranormal group of any kind, but I could probably go along with, you know, I've been on other investigations with other people and other groups. So, you know, I can tag along sometimes, but I, uh, and, and I, but I don't actually have like a group of people that, you know, I can just be like, Hey, let's go this weekend. And we have enough people to, to, I mean, sometimes you're paying like four or 500 bucks to stay the night somewhere One and you gotta, yeah. And you gotta have like five, six people to fill that up to make it worth it in the drive, you know? So it's just depends on where you're going, but the more people you have usually then the less money you have to spend. So we try to get as many people as we can. So if I can get, if I can get on, with someone else to do it, I'm going because I just want to go, you know, and I want to learn something else. I got to say, you're a really cool dude. And like, I could see us actually being friends. If ever we became friends and you don't ever invite me, it's going to be a no from me, dog. I'll watch your dog. There's probably some some great places in New York I'd like to check out. (laughs) I'm telling you, there's, I mean, we have an asylum out here. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you could stay out there. Like you might have to break some trespassing laws and like go have it on your own and do it. But that's what we used to do. But there's, there's, there's definitely, I'm going to find some and I'm going to email you some like on okay. the island. Cause I know there definitely are places out here that would be. Well, dope. I mean, and, and you know, a lot of the times like people, people joke or talk crap about the fact that most modern places aren't haunted, that your ghosts are from, the 1700s or 1800s are not from 1980 so right. you know they're not like you know they're not like from 30 years ago or 20 or five years ago you know so i mean when you're when you're talking about history nebraska has a very short history in comparison to like the east coast that has just an extensively long incredible history so you know just you know in america all the way you right know? right but so you know in, in nebraska you're getting like within like maybe the last you know, 160, 175 years, that's where like the history lies. But you're talking like 
you know, way, way before that on the East Coast. So the history alone is just insane on the East Coast. And so it's like, you're trying to, I don't know, it's just a different, just a totally different dynamic than what we have here. Yeah, no, and I know for this, I I should have looked this up before getting on here so I could tell you. I'm going to email you. I'm going to find a place. But like, especially Long Island, out, you know, out East where like uh, the vineyards are and stuff like that, there are older establishments that have stories behind i know for a fact i've heard of them but like yeah new york and and i mean even in the city in in manhattan and stuff like that there's gotta be something out there right where you could stay the night and again we could go out for a drink after Well, I'm not going out there unless I'm getting some ghosts in my life. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do it for the ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. I genuinely like. It's. It, I'm telling you, it freaks me the fuck out. To, like, I'll be scrolling through TikTok, and like, it's a 15 second video of like freaky ghost stories. I'm like, nope. If it's a, after a certain time, I'm like, nope. I won't sleep tonight. Like. I fucking I'm, I get freaked the fuck out. It freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know why it just doesn't like. But I also like. I I don't feel very much. Like some people are just very in tune to like feeling the presence of ghosts. Let's say like 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 or that they feel energies and things like that. Right. But I for some reason am like encased in stone and don't really feel much. <laughs> so like I feel like most of my most of my like freak out moments are like when I'm in the dark and my brain is trying to to try to like form things to make logical sense in the dark so it's like well what is that what's that standing over there well it's probably just like you know something in the corner of it like a stack of chairs but like my brain's telling me like what is that you know but that's like where my scary stuff comes from like just from being like in the dark and and like trying to perceive what's happening but other people like they they feel things like they feel emotions or, or touching or like things like empathic. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, and some people just are just way more in tune to that. So yeah. it's like, and I, I just don't. So I feel like maybe if you, you know, have like just a little bit more sense of like what's happening around you, like spiritually, like do. With energies and things like that. Like I can understand how you would be much more freaked out than me who I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're even talking about. I could catch a vibe. Um, I mean, mainly from living people, <laughs> but like I catch the vibe very quickly. Like your vibe is very laid back and very like, I can catch people's vibes very quickly. And so, yeah, when I'm like, when I'm in, I don't go to cemeteries. They freak me. The, like I just get the willies. I get like, I, maybe that that's what it is. I'm just more sensitive to the energy of it because I believe the same thing. Like the same, the same exact thing that you said is like, energy everything is energy so it's some sort of transfer of energy that happens when we die and so energy can't be created or destroyed it's always there so there obviously has to be something to that and I definitely feel some shit I feel some weird shit sometimes even in my house like I feel some weird shit so do you okay so when you say you don't feel you don't get like the chills or any like the fucking willies up and down your spine I mean, like, I don't know, like, I can feel like if something gets colder and like, you know, or something like that, but like, I, 
I just don't like people say that they just like, yeah, like they just, they feel that something is like around them or like watching them or, or they can, or touching them or whatever it might be, or that, or, or they, you know, like sometimes, like I've had friends that, you know, we, we went to, uh, it's, it's called, uh, John Brown's cave Mayhew cabin in Nebraska city. And it's, um, reported to be haunted and there's like a cave underneath the cabin. And, you know, a friend of mine was, we went, uh, and did a paranormal investigation there. And then, uh, we were just kind of like on the property and we were down in the cave and she just felt like so nauseous and just like, like, like almost like, like that something bad was happening, like something like really negative all of a sudden, just like felt that. I never feel that way. You know, like I just, you know what I mean? Like I don't feel different based off of like where I am. I'm just like the environment is either, I mean, I can feel like the temperature and like, you know, I can obviously see visually like whether or not I'm maybe perceiving that something is weird or whatever based off of what's around me and my surroundings. But like, I literally never have felt like dizzy or nauseous or, or felt like something evil or felt even something happy, you know, like, so, which happens too. some people will say that they just feel like something really happy happened like here love. and that energy is still here. Right. So like, I mean, just because ghosts exist doesn't mean that they're bad or negative in any way. So maybe they feel something good or smell something good or so, you know, something like that. So, I mean, it could be anything, but I just literally never feel, I mean, other than like normal, like me, like like fight or flight sort of like scenarios where it's yeah. like, do I feel threatened by this situation? Should I leave? That's, <laughs> that's just like my, you know, like human reaction to things in daylight. So I, you know, just like whatever that is, like, is this going to kill me? Should I go? Um, but I, I mean, so maybe that, but other than that, I don't, I don't feel anything. I just, I don't, I'm, I'm not, right. I'm not, in, I guess I'm just not a psychic whatsoever. So <laughs> I, I have no psychic abilities. <laughs> I mean, I don't, okay. So I, I do feel as though like a lot of it can, can sometimes be in our minds, you know? Um, but then there are those like, when I'm, a, when I, like when I'm around people, I can sense if there's a lot of people, it's like overwhelming for me where like, same thing, like your friend, like I'll get dizzy and nauseous and have to leave. And it ha- it's happened to me my entire life, but I never put it together that it, it always happens when there's like crowds of people and you can feel right. that you, you sound like more like you're going with your five, your five senses, your, your, your faculties. Can I see it? Can I taste it? Can I touch it? Is it touching me? <laughs> right. <laughs> that type of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've definitely felt the, I felt the temperature changes, even in this room, this very small room. I felt like just sitting on my bed, all of a sudden, just this rush of cold, like this cold, you know? Right. I don't know what the fuck it is, but. <laughs> Right. Well, and that's why I say like, I'm a skeptic, but I believe what other people tell me. Like, I totally believe that that happens to the people just because I say like, I don't know about ghosts 100%. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not going to say yes, 1000 million percent. There's, you know, ghosts all over the place, but, but it's just because (laughs) my, like, yeah, like my sensory ability to like the, 
what's happening energy wise is much different than like, like you, you or other people that I've spoken to. And I believe what you're telling me. I don't think that what you're telling me is a lie. I think that that's happened to you. I think it's happening to you and you know what I mean? So, and, but that's what I want to know these things because I literally just don't, I don't feel that stuff. I just, it's, I'm like, come on, let me be one. I want to be one. I want to feel it too. I want to know what's going on, but I want to get nauseous. Like what the fuck? Yeah. I want to, I want to throw up on the floor. <laughs> can I, can the ghost just penetrate me for fuck's sake? Like what the fuck? <laughs> well, and and, pe- and people give and human beings give off energy, you know. And I've had you know I've had uh, a partner who uh, she could she she could see colors, you know, around oh, like the like, auras, you know, right? And she I would tell me like what color my you know like she could just like things like that, and and pe- so people and she was very like in tune to like. Uh, feeling things, uh, you know, when we would go on investigations, things like that. So, um, and she had some weird stuff with like dousing rods. Have you ever seen those? No. They're like copper rods that are like, you like hold them out in front of you and they're just like, they're just like L-shaped and you hold them in your hands and you can ask like yes or no questions. They actually used to use them to try to find water because when you would get close to water, like the rods would cross. So like, yeah, so, but, but people use them now, um, to try to contact spirits. So, uh, but she would have like the weirdest, I would stand there and those things just would not move. (laughs) And and then she just would have like the weirdest, like where they would just like move around and she could like, like feel something like on her side. And then all of a sudden they'd start like moving towards like that direction right. and just have weird things like that happen to her. And like, I just, I mean, like they would cross for me sometimes for like questions, but I think they were like, we don't like you. You can't sit, you can't tell we're here. So <laughs> we're going to go over here, <laughs> but you know, and so that stuff just happens to people sometimes. You should check them out. They're, they're, they're just like, they're, I mean, they're what really simple. Called? they're dowsing rods. Like they're, they're just like, uh, they're like copper rods that you can, I mean, you can make them. You can just literally get like copper and turn it into an L and just put it in, you know, your hands or people put like little plastic casings on the end so that they will move inside your hands a little bit easier sometimes. But that's, that's wild that there's all of this equipment to, to like contacting ghosts. Right. I never, like, even the spirit box, I'm so intrigued by the spirit box thing. Yeah. Like, and I think I've heard of it, too. But again, like, if I came across it on YouTube, <laughs> I quickly clicked off if I was alone, you know? I mean, it's, it's a, a spirit box is essentially, you're trying to create white noise. So you're using, like, the radio to create white noise. But, I mean, I I don't take much out of it if someone's not running it at a very high frequency i just feel like you're just picking up lots of voices from lots of and i mean you could be in the middle of town and there could be 50 radio stations that you could be running through at once and you're just catching all those voices you know so i mean i like to run it on am station at the highest frequency possible because that means you're going to get the least amount of interference and you're going to you know if it is energy they're really going to have to try to pick up those words for you so you know i mean but it's neat sometimes when you can get, it's kind of spooky, you know, when That's you're just very like, spooky. <laughs> I mean, we've had stuff where, um, we try to turn like flashlights on, you know, um, and just in response to questions, things like that. I mean, there's lots of different things that you can do, but I really, really like anything that has to do with, you know, like 
like electromagnetic field type things because of energy. And I really like recordings. I just love recordings. And if I can, that's like tangible. You can hear that. Right. And if it's, if if it's just like high, I'm not gonna, you know, (laughs) if it's just like, I'm not, that's not a word to me, but I've had, uh, I, I did record something. We were actually at that cabin in that cave and we were inside the cabin actually. And it sounds like it says like, not one of us. And it's like a full, it's like a full sentence. And it's like, not one of us. And it's like, it's like a full sentence. Then that's the kind of stuff that like, I'm like that, I will share that with people because I feel like I can't tell you why that happened. <laughs> you what know? the fuck does that mean? <laughs> not one of us. Did you ask? Like, Okay, I can't remember what I asked before. Or I think it might have just been there was just no talking at the time. Sometimes I'll just let it kind of sit and ask questions and then just kind of let it sit when everything is just really quiet, you know, to see if I can just pick up anything around. But it was a weird one. So does that, does that like when you hear the recordings back, does that, free, I just want, do you ever get like, does that freak you out? I, I was so excited when I got that one. <laughs> I was like, ah, yes. And I mean, yeah, it's kind of freaky, like when you're like listening to it over and over again, but I got excited because I was like, I mean, you're listening to like sometimes hours worth of stuff and there's just nothing on them or other people are getting in the middle of things and you can't hear for sure. And then I won't ever, you know, say that I think that that's anything. So, you know, when I can get something where I know no one's talking and I get like a solid, you know, like, especially if you're getting more than one word or two words, like even two words, sometimes I'm like, I don't know. And if, and it was like clear to me, like what it was saying, like, which was, yeah. Stop. (laughs) I got the chills when you said it. (laughs) That's fucking freak. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. I, I feel like, okay, so I feel like somebody like you is kind of almost protected in a way for some, like, I don't know, I just feel like you're just a protected person. Like, when you go out into the spirit world and you're, like, trying to do the, like, you know, trying to get, make contact, that somehow, some way, you're, for some reason, you're protected. Like, do you feel that way? I, when I'm, and and I'm not like even trying to read you or anything like that, but it just feels like you're protected in some way. I I mean, I, it's a good, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would, from like you saying that, like, hopefully what that means, if, you know, if that's what's happening is that I am not influenced by anything around me. So yes. whatever I give you is 100% what I think is like, you know, the truth, because I can't. Right. I either can't figure out a way to just like to to make it so that I figured out that it's something else, you know, right. where I'm, you know, debunking it in some way where I'm like, oh no, it was this or this has been banging all night, you know, that ain't, you know, we can't say that that's anything, you know, like whatever it might be. So maybe that's what it is, you know, that I just have no outside influence other than my own, like being just very skeptical and trying to be like, this is it. This yeah. is the truth. I'm going to share this with you. And that's, you know, I mean, we could spend hours in a place and I, you know, we could get nothing. And and I'm not going to say that something happened if nothing happened, you know. Right, so it's like, right. I'm like, I don't know, you know, if it's haunted or not. Well, so, I feel I, like 
when it comes to energy, because I'm really big on like energy too, you know, and like, okay, well, let me ask you this. When you're around, obviously, living people, can you read vibes? Can you feel vibes from other people? I mean, I feel like I can read people really well, but I don't really necessarily know if it's like from energy. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I do have some abilities. <laughs> no, I mean, but I'm also just like, a, I feel like I'm a cautious person when I, when I come upon people, I suppose. Like, I'm not like, I'm not, you know, I'm kind of, I'm a shyer person, but I also just like, I'm not afraid to talk to people, you know? Right. But like right. I, I, maybe I'm just more cautious when I come in. So like, I kind of try to feel people out a little bit more before I'm like, Hey, here's my whole life, you right. know, so come on over, you know, like, come on in, bring all your axes and stuff. Um, I, no, I, I don't know. I, maybe I just kind of in a more in a observer than anything. Yeah. So I just maybe just pay attention a little bit more, but, um, but you know, I've been wrong too. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, we're human. It happens. <laughs> right. Like, but, but okay. So like you have a very, to me you know, um, like a very, like comfortable energy. Like I'm very comfortable talking to you. I'm comfortable talking to most people. Like I could probably talk to the tree outside and make really (laughs) conversations. That's who I am. But like you, I have a very, like, I, I, I don't know. It's like a very inviting, comfortable. And like, has anybody ever told you that before? Oh, I don't, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) It's very, I don't know. Are are you a laid back person? Yeah, I'm pretty laid back for the most part. I mean, everybody's got their anxieties, but I, yeah, I just, you know, I mean, but I, but I also just really like talking about ghosts. So I mean, like, (laughs) you know, I can talk about ghosts all day. Uh, Maybe if you were grilling me about my past or something, I might not be so comfortable. (laughs) 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 Totally understandable. Totally. I mean, what's okay? Do you have a okay? So you've been to you've been in caves, you've right? Been, you've been you've stayed in houses. You're staying in an asylum. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite spot that you've stayed? Uh, no. I mean, I really <laughs> i I liked staying at Velisca. I thought that it was super interesting. And I ended up, like, reading all this stuff, like, all these books afterwards and, like, just really getting into, like, the theories behind everything. And so I feel like there's a lot of history there and uh, and, and and just the unsolved murder aspect of it, just, like, the true crime stuff. And yeah. and, uh, and I, I've read – I actually read a book by a woman who lives in Nebraska who had this really great theory about who she thought it was who killed them so and and it was based off of paranormal uh research she did a paranormal investigation and got an answer based off of a question she asked at a paranormal investigation in a totally different location and she used the evidence that she got from that investigation and then came up with a totally new theory about who she thought actually killed those people in the house is it like corroborated at all or like it, she has some pretty solid. pretty solid evidence. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that I necessarily think that that's 100% true, but I feel like she has like, uh, she has a really good, she did really great research and she really, uh, she really got into it. And the person that she 
that she thinks did it. I mean, was it was in could have had some relation to them in some way or could have been involved in their lives or knew about them or you know so i mean like what she did she she it was great but but what i loved about it was that not necessarily that she's necessarily right but that she used a paranormal investigation to try to uncover the truth about something else yeah yeah so and and to actually utilize investigating to try to solve something that has never been solved so it was just uh it was it was neat like just to, so 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 it led me to other things that I had never even heard about before uh, going to Villisca. So, but yeah, I I loved uh, I love Mayhew Cabin as well. I really like that spot. Uh, but see, like so, I always go back to the history. I love the history. Like, I, I was gonna you know. say, it sounds like your your shtick. My favorite word, by the way, shtick. <laughs> it's, it's just a great word. It sounds like your shtick. I mean, uh, obviously, aside from the ghost stories and stuff like that is the history behind it. Why? Is it just because of the reality, like that something actually happened that kind of makes it more real for you? Is that what it is? Right. And I, 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 yeah, I think it's like, I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of people really like true crime, which is in, you know, when you think about it, it's freaking weird. (laughs) The people are so into like people getting murdered, but, um, (laughs) but you know, it's like, (laughs) but I, I feel like, uh, I just, yeah, I have like this draw towards like, um, I, I feel like a, a lot of the, like, like the historical society here, they're always trying to find more money to stay alive. And I feel like they're in, especially Nebraska, uh, I feel like they tear down a lot of buildings that, that, that have been here for over a hundred years and they, and it's easier just to get rid of them than to try to keep them. Well, right. when they're gone, they're gone forever. I mean, they're just gone. They're never going to be there again if you get rid of them and replace them with some building that looks like the building right next to it, you know? Right, right. And so I, I feel like maybe by trying to find a way to get younger people to learn about the history of, you know, our, especially like Lincoln or, or Nebraska, um, maybe it will help to, to preserve that history. Cause I feel like history is boring to most people. I think it's super boring, but if it's about ghosts and people getting murdered, yeah. <laughs> then they're much more likely to read about it. But, but what they're not real, what they're not knowing is that as a reading, like my book, let's say they're also learning about the history of the town the without story. even knowing it. So like, I'm talking about like who was building things there and who started it and why, and, you know, and they're getting all that information, but, but they're not really maybe realizing it because they're reading about there's the a murder, murder mystery <laughs> right, behind right, it. Right. But you're also, you know, and, and, you know, lots of teenagers love my book and, and they, they, they don't know it, but they're learning about Lincoln and they're learning about all these small towns in Nebraska. Right. This isn't, it's, I mean, I started reading it and I'm like, oh shit this is pretty like creepy <laughs> like right. but it's cool because you're it's like I, I, like for instance when I'm driving and people think I'm fucking stupid like crazy you know like my friends think I'm a wackadoo but when I'm driving I kind of do you ever do this especially you as like a hist- somebody who loves history um when you're driving you wonder what the roads look like before the roads were there like what did this piece of road look like in the 1700s what was here like do you ever do that right yeah I mean like I, I I I'm not so much like that but I think about it a lot when like like I'll see like older photographs like I'll be doing research on something and I'll see like a photograph of like a road I've 
dri- I've like driven down in like downtown or something. Yeah. And it's just like mud or dirt and there's horses all over on both sides. And it's yes. like, you know, it's like, it's just crazy to think like that there awesome. were horses all over the place and they were just, people were walking through here and there was no cars at one point, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like how, how many people have like stepped here and been here and, yes. you know, and like and, in, in certain, it's just, yeah, it's great. That's what I think about, you know? And I think that the history kind of gives you something solid where you can know, like, you know, about the, that, what, what is it? 20, 28th street. What's that the story? Uh, the twentieth in Washington. Twentieth in Washington. Um, like you can know when you're on that street corner that something legit happened there. That's fucking dope. I mean, I mean, not here. not for the guy that got murdered, but right. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't wasn't a fun night for him. A, yeah, that night's best sucks. night. <laughs> not going not going uh, making the top 10 <laughs> nights for him but shittiest night of his life probably <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> i would say yeah probably <laughs> probably the worst night yeah <laughs> that's uh, but that's what it is it's like to know uh, to know that something fucking happened there it's just yeah. it, it's creepy well yeah well, in, in the the house that uh, this the guy from that story, Adrian Barstow, the house is still there. His home, his home is still there. Uh, people live in it. Uh, I know the people that live in it. Um, and supposedly, his uh, from when he was growing up as a kid, it's a huge house. It was they were they had a lot of money that Barstows. Um, and in one of the one of the bedrooms is marks on the like the panels around the doorway or in the closet or something uh, that were showing him growing up where his, you know, and it would oh, say, like, Ad- like, yeah. And it says Adrian next to it, like <gasps> on each one, him and his, I think he, he had, he had one sister for sure. I don't, I can't remember for sure if he had other siblings, but I know he had one sister. So it'd be like them when they were growing up, they were keeping track of their, their height and that's still in the house. And that's him. He, he lived there, you know? And so like, and now maybe he's this ghost, you know, but his story, I'm trying to tell the story. I'm trying to tell people who he was and, you know, why in, you know, everybody has their story. So, um, his sucked at the end, but I mean, like his, you know, his family was really important to, you know, helping Lincoln become what it is now. And, you know, his name is important. And, uh, yeah. So it's like, you're, you're really getting into like, yeah. He, he was murdered and it was never solved, which is a great, you know, story to, and interesting to read about. But, like, he could be standing there and being like, hey, you know, uh, I knew that dude that shot me in my driveway. Someone please let me, you know, can, can someone listen? Right, right. <laughs> you can never somebody, know. <laughs> hear me out here, sir? Right. So you, sir. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse. <laughs> That's, I mean, no, it's the truth. And I feel like the stories kind of give, give it life, you know, like they, well, the history gives the story life really, because it's, it's like, I mean, even that is fucking eerie to me. Like the, that, that's still there. The writing is still there. Why? Like, I mean, like, to me, it's like, why wouldn't that be covered up? But does the family still live there? Like- Not the Barstows. The Barstows no longer live there. But the Barstows, I believe, lived in the house. I think his sister, I think his sister lived 
into like the 90s or something like that and i think she lived in the house until she passed away so i think that she took it over after her parents probably died and then um and then she i believe lived in the same house for a long time and then once she died i don't really know if there were maybe no more barstows that um it could be passed on to or no one wanted the house or didn't live in lincoln i mean lots of people leave um (laughs) and go and go and go other places um but they yeah i it could have just been in the family forever so she just left it on there um and then the people that own it now just never you know it's part of never changed it yeah, it's part of the history of the house, and I think that they knew the ghost stories uh, when they moved in, and so they left it. And um, I mean, it's pretty. It's a part. It's a party. Uh, what, what do they call it? Party favor? Party trick? Like you can have a party and be like, you want to go see where uh, <laughs> where where he grew? Right, right. I would do that. You know, that's pretty dope. Um, have you ever heard of the Amityville Horror House? Yeah, I have. You have. Okay. See, like, I, that would be dope to, well, I mean, you can't really go in, because I think somebody lives there. I think it's on, I think it's for sale again, actually. Get the fuck out. You, and he knows this. Some, sometimes, sometimes I see it, like, pops up all the time where that, that house is always for sale all the time. Yeah. It goes for, like, in a ridiculous amount of money. And, uh, and people keep buying it, and I don't, it's not even that, they, it's not, does, I would not spend that kind of money on that. No, a house that looks like that. No, it's not. I mean, it's yeah. No, I mean it's right by the water, which is great. Oh, okay. But but I I guess which is fine. And I mean, like literally, you could get a shack in, especially on Long Island, you could get a shack for like five hundred thousand dollars, and then a mansion somewhere else. You know, that's just yeah, fucking fucking New York. But I I feel like the house is the house itself is so famous that um it's like almost like it, the house is like almost an attraction, but it's an ugly house. No doubt. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's an ugly house. <laughs> there's nothing. I mean, like I hope the ghost that used to live there doesn't hear me and like come for me, but like homeboy, you lived in an ugly house, you know? And like this, do you know the story behind the Amityville Horror House? I, I do know like probably the, like the, top level of it i don't i've right. never done any actual like research research into it i know a little bit about like the warrens going in and uh investigating and things like that and maybe that some of the story wasn't actually true or i mean i've heard some things too but yeah i, I know like i mean i watched a movie so i know all about right. that but. right 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 <laughs> i mean apparently apparently when new people before okay so the legend has it that um when right after whatever happened, the, the guy killed or tried to kill the family, whatever it was, uh, after he went crazy, um, a new family moved in. And then not too long after that father went crazy, because apparently there was like a poltergeist that was like possessing people. And then it wasn't until that family moved out that they renovated. And like the house is supposed to have like two eyes on it. That's like how you know that it's the house. It, it looks like it's in the front. It looks like there's two eyes staring at you. It's kind of creepy. And apparently they changed it. So now that the windows or something like that, I mean, this is probably, I'm probably, this is probably all bullshit. I have no idea. But apparently they changed it so that the eyes aren't there. And now it's not haunted anymore. That's like the story. <laughs> 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 
Right, right. That's literally <laughs> because the because the eyes aren't there. Right, right. The eye, the eyes aren't there anymore. So they like now okay. It's, now okay. It's, it's livable apparently now. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wonder. I wonder if for some reason they can't like. I wonder if there's like some legal thing that says that people can't like do overnights there or or promote it as like this haunted attraction because of the neighborhood. I mean, is it a nice like neighborhood? Yeah, it's like yeah, very hoity-toity. Like, yeah, you know. I bet that the neighbors would probably be like, no, mm-hmm. not happening. Probably, so yeah, they get pissed. Like this time of year, there are so many people that live on the island that like I almost want to tomorrow literally take my car and drive past like it's literally five minutes away so right. there are so many people this time of year that at night will just drive past the house like up and down and the, right. neighbor, the neighbors get pissed at that they're like can you can you guys all go fucking home and do something with your lives? <laughs> because people just want to see the damn house you right. know they're like, where, they're like where's the house I don't see the eyeballs <laughs> right right where are the eyes you know? <laughs> it's, I'm telling you like people make shit I, I don't even know if that's a true story i just heard it somewhere they're like yeah no it's not haunted anymore because they got rid of the eyes i'm like okay it's a fucking house I mean, you know sounds like something that could happen i guess i don't know <laughs> I don't fucking know i have no idea <laughs> i don't I, I genuinely don't know how you do it i really don't i'm gonna have to talk to you though after you go to this asylum, I'm going to need to hear, we might have to do a follow-up episode because I'm going to okay. need to hear what the fuck happens. All right. Yeah. I'm going with two, like two teams that like are just going to, I, I, I trust that they're going to really go in with an open mind. And, and I, I've heard that one of the groups has been there before and they just mm-hmm. said, it's just uh, a lot of activity there actually. So, and it's a big place. So we've, probably gonna be able to spread out hit a lot of spots in it so i'm really excited because so you're expecting a lot of i'm not expecting anything (laughs) (laughs) got you got you you're hopeful are you hopeful right yeah i oh i would love to have a ghost come up to me and just say hello (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) and just be like hey all right bye Right. Be like, okay, I got my answer. I'm going to go now. I'm done. Uh, good luck, everyone. <laughs> okay, so when it comes to, like, your belief, though, would right. you, and I ask people, this This is just a me thing, scale from one to ten, your belief in ghosts. Oh, God, I don't know. That's hard. It's hard because I believe in ghosts. I just don't have a lot of like personal evidence myself to say that, that like, I, I don't know. I just like a lot of people, like some people are just, they have a million stories and they've seen a million ghosts. And then some people have never had any experiences, you know? Um, And so I, but I, and I've had, you know, a handful of weird things happen to me that I just cannot explain. Um, and I do, I believe in ghosts. I just personally, so probably like, I don't know, somewhere between like a six and a seven, I guess. Okay. Um, but I want to be at a 10. I want to be at a 10. <laughs> I want to I I come back and say, I have finally found the truth. You want to be uh, Lord of the Underworld? Right. Okay. Yes. Right. I feel like I'm right there with you, like a six, seven. Like, I feel like, yeah, like it's probably the truth. Things of weird shit has happened to me. 
I'm, I'm in your camp where like nothing weird enough has happened that like a ghost is like, I've been down, watch tonight. It's going to happen. Fuck. But like, but like I'm walking down my hallway or something and all of a sudden I see a figure you know what I mean? Right. That That's like clear as day. That's a fucking ghost. Right. You right. And that would be the tent. That's what I'm right. saying. That would be the yeah. tent. That would be my tent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I do you believe that if you ask, they'll come? Like, if you say, like, I've always been told I had, um, one of my, I don't know if you believe in psychics or, or mediums or anything like that, but I had a girlfriend, my first girlfriend, her mother was a psychic. Um, you know, well, you know, she considered herself a psychic and she said, you know, if you tell the ghosts or the spirits to go away, they'll go away. If you tell them I'm closed off, I don't want anything to do with you right now. We're done. They won't bother you. But if you invite them and tell them, Hey, come here, buddy, they'll, they'll come. Do you like, do you believe that? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, yes. I mean, I feel like, see, I just don't know if it's just like my like lack of sensory. Um, But I, but I also don't provoke. I don't ever (laughs) provoke. I'm always just like, if, if I'm in a situation where I'm trying to have contact with spirits of any kind, then I'm always like super respectful and I'm always trying to like, let them know, you know, the reason why I'm here is, you know, is right. And, and I, and I'm coming here for you, not, you know, for me, I'm, I'm trying to find out, you know, if you're here and if you want me to know you're here or not, you know, it's up to you whether you tell me you're here or not. So I, you know, I, I don't know, like I, I don't ever like lots of people very much believe in like having to say something when they leave to sort of like shut it off or um protect themselves like from to, like bringing it right and i have never done that uh i just don't when i leave uh but nothing's ever happened to me but maybe when something bad happens to me i'll stop being <laughs> such a such a smart ass and i'll just start doing it but i uh i don't know yeah it's kind of a but like you know like with someone who is psychic I mean, they're feeling all sorts of things, you know? And so right. maybe, maybe I have ghosts all over my house and they're like haunting the shit out of me. <laughs> and I have no idea because I'm like, oh, whatever. I just, <laughs> right. that's just, a sh- that's just cars driving by. And they're like, ah, they're trying to like get me to like right. <laughs> listen to them. And I just don't know. I don't know. Listen to but- me. <laughs> right. I think they're matching your fucking energy. You go in and you're just like, I got to see it to believe it. And they're like, okay, cool. Like, I feel like they're just matching your energy where you're like, Hey, if I don't think anything's attached to me, then nothing's fucking it. Like, right. Cause I've never felt, I've never felt people are like, you're going to bring the spirits home or like whatever it is. And I've right. never felt that, you know, when yeah. you bring energies home. If that was right. the case, you know, anytime I went to the fucking food market, you know, this, this right. And bring home Mary Joe's fucking, you know? <laughs> right. That's what I mean. Like, just because you're going to, you know, I, you know, I've, I've been in prisons before that have had horrible things happen in them. You know what I mean? Like nothing ever came home with me, you know? Right. So it's like, I just, I, I don't, I'm not that I know of. So it's like, I, yeah, like you could just be like going to anywhere. You could be walking down 
town somewhere like on a street and something you know you could be passing through some crazy event you had no idea or right. some residual ghost or who knows i who knows but yeah i mean energy's everywhere so it's like i i'm not really sure like yeah i mean and, and maybe that's more so like a protection thing for someone who um is constantly getting like energy and and contact and things like that where you're trying to just like cut it off you know yes. and maybe that's more so for her where she was like this needs to stop and need a break you know well um, yeah I, okay so i don't know if i'm schizophrenic or like but sometimes i'll hear shit in, like you know what i mean well well especially at night i'll hear like weird shit you know um and like a, I've, I've spoken to a bunch of do you believe in psychics by the way psychics yeah uh, I feel like, I feel like there's like, uh, I feel like there's a lot of them and only some of them, like a very small handful of them actually are telling the 100% truth. Right. I, I feel like Same. there's a lot, there's a lot that make the really, really legit ones look bad, I guess yes. is the best way to put it. Yes, I agree. Absolutely agree. Like, I believe in that sort of thing, like reading of energy and shit like that, but, um, I'm skeptical of the individual person who's like, I can read energy. Can you? Can you? Right. You know? Right. Like, show, prove it. But, like, this woman was good, like, for what she did, like, for me. You know, there were certain things that she told me about about that I was like, you would have never fucking known that. Like, social media wasn't popular back then, you know, like, I think MySpace was was a thing, but, like, your life wasn't on the internet and there were things that she told me about people in my life that I was like, okay, you're legit. Fine. Like you prove, you've proven yourself. And so she told me that like, I was sensitive to, to energies and stuff like that. And so like, sometimes I would hear shit in the middle of the night and I'm like, I'm like, bitch, am I fucking schizophrenic? Like <laughs> what the fuck is happening? And she, that's what she, that in the, in that context, she said, you got to tell them you don't stop waking me up leave me alone and they'll leave you they'll respect your wishes i guess you could say right right yeah and i yeah and maybe like what she that probably happened to her all the time where she's like hearing things and and things are just constantly coming in that she doesn't necessarily want in at that time so yeah she has to but me i don't feel anything so i'm just like (laughs) i mean it's probably people talking to me right now i have no idea (laughs) before you go to bed tonight just be like please come to me Actually, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't listen to me. You'll never see me. you just never see me again. You'll just see some report on on the news about ghost death. <laughs> right. <laughs> ghost has finally killed someone right before Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a good Halloween story. Not that I would want that to happen, though. You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe you can interview me as a ghost. Uh, I'll come back. <laughs> I'll get the spirit box. and Yeah, I'll let you know. interview me you you meet me at my frequency am whatever channel and uh (laughs) we'll do another episode but (laughs) it's got to be after you visit the asylum because i want to fucking hear that story so bad yeah i'm 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 hoping that you know that i'm hoping that at least like i i know it's going to be worth it no matter what like just seeing the building just seeing the you know just being there and hearing about it and and hopefully other people have experiences 
two that they can share. I always love hearing what other, what happens to other people, you know? So just because it doesn't happen to me, doesn't mean I don't, you know, I want to hear about it. I want to know what happened in, 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 especially in a place I'm at or been or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be good. It's been a while since I've investigated anywhere. So I'm, uh, I'm really, I have a feeling something crazy is going to happen. Oh God. (laughs) I have a feeling. If something crazy, you have to email me if something crazy happens. And okay, like, bitch. I'll send you the I'll send you the evidence. Right, send me the evidence. Make the subject bitch, just like, and I'll know. Just really big, just right. like all in caps, like <laughs> exclamation points, like crazy. Right, okay, bitch, so, like you jinxed it. Because I have a feeling. I'm telling you right now. I just have a strong feeling of something. And then, and then you'll read. You'll read the email, and then you'll try to contact me, and you'll find out that I died there, and I <laughs> sent it to you from beyond. Via the, via the spirit box again. There it goes. <laughs> I really hope I don't die. I don't. Uh, I really don't want to die. <laughs> I'm praying. I'm gonna. Pr- I'm. I mean, I'm not a praying person. I don't normally pray, but I will pray that nothing happens to you. Uh-uh. I don't know if it's going to help, but I, I mean, thanks. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend. Okay. So I had a friend that I met through TikTok and she, well, she's famous. Her name is Nikki Blonsky and she um, played, you know, the movie Hairspray with Zac Efron, the remake. Yep. She, she played Tracy Turnblad. Oh, okay. Um, and so I met her through TikTok. And she was doing this event called Spooktober, where she was going to a haunted house. Um, You know, it was obviously a setup haunted house, not an actual like paranormal thing. But she was freaked out. And I literally beforehand, I said, like, I was like, listen, like, something nuts is going to happen. And she's like, yeah, my luck, like something crazy is going to happen. And we were joking about it. And then she went and she, she, she ended up fracturing her ankle running oh oh not that kind come on but no i don't think for you i don't think that's gonna happen i think for you something freaky is gonna happen the 10 the 10 is gonna happen yes that's what i'm saying <laughs> i think the 10 is you're gonna get your 10 you're Just, trying to break my leg that's what you're trying to do <laughs> you won't break any bones you will not get hurt you won't die you're gonna come back and you're gonna be like ghosts are real this it, this is it's a 10 it's gonna be a 10 i'm telling you right now all right all right in asylum <laughs> i can't wait to hear it and and seriously thank you it, well, how long have we been here an hour probably yeah yes. um i'm not gonna take up any more of your time but i appreciate you talking to me about all these ghost stories and where can we find your book by the way uh you can find my book on my website it's uh tatenbundy.com uh, and just on the store page and just order them directly from me. And I love to sign them too. So hell yes. Get beyond Lincoln on the website. I'll link it in the description below. If you guys want to check it out, I have a copy I'm giving away, but if you want to buy a copy, go fucking buy the copy. Um, and, uh, and thank you so much for, for hanging out with me. It's been, well, it's been wonderful. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thank you so much for for having me on and talking to me about ghosts. I love talking about ghosts. So. Yeah, I can't. Wait. <laughs> I cannot wait for part two. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will. I will let you know for sure right afterwards if anything weird happens. Okay. Or I might make it a big mystery, make you worry about it for a while, kind of put you on like the 
<laughs> You're going to play hard to get? Yeah, definitely. Damn it. All right, well, I'm going to read. When do you, wait, when do you go? Uh, we're going the day before Halloween, so um, we're going to go the 30th. So, uh, right. but we're staying overnight into Halloween, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be awesome, I think. I well define awesome because for me it would not be it would be it would be i'd shit my pants i can't think of a better way to spend halloween than add it on to silo true that is true that's very true all right i'll give you that i'll give you so uh, how about this i'm gonna set a literally i'm gonna set a reminder on my phone after we get off of this call to email you um well i'll email you my number but i'll email you or text you whatever like the first week of November and I'm going to be like, so, and then you're going to tell me that you okay. experienced your 10. <laughs> but thank you. 10. Thank you so much. Seriously. You're, you're awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you. This has been fun. Yes. I can't wait to talk again. And again, All right. go to com and get the book. Um, and yeah, click the link in the description. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye.